Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionists and dietitians from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We explain the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned for practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through real food nutrition. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Thank you for tuning in today. I am pleased to tell you that we have a brand new topic for you. This morning, we are going to talk about the cortisol connection to weight gain. And you might be asking yourself, what exactly does this mean? What is cortisol? You might be saying to yourself, you know, I thought those numbers on this scale We're sliding up because of all of those Christmas cookies and treats that we have been eating, right? There was tons of that this last week, right? So much food, right? (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know, of course, we do agree that your waking may be from eating all of those Christmas cookies, your favorite holiday brownies, or indulging in those white chocolate peppermint lattes, or it could also be from getting stuck in traffic, or those long checkout lanes at you know the holidays or any of those other holiday stresses that you can think of, and there are many, it may surprise you to learn that the stress that you live might actually be the cause of your weight gain. Yeah, that's um, something I don't think people really think about. And we don't talk about, uh, I mean, we talk about connections with that, but it can be a big component to this. It really is. And it's something that we have to really get focused in on with our clients. So at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we call it the cortisol connection to a slow metabolism and weight gain. That's really interesting, huh? It's new. Cortisol connection. Yeah. And it's something that people don't really talk about, especially they don't think about that with nutrition. Right. We hope that we've picked your curiosity, so you're going to stay tuned um, for some new and interesting information. I'm Melanie Beasley, and I'm co-hosting today's show with Leah. I'm a licensed and registered dietitian, and I've been working with clients for about 30 years in a variety of settings. And we share an office. We do. But we never see each other. We never see each other, right. (laughs) We work opposite days at the Mendota Heights location. So I see you in passing. I see the stuff that you're working on. I'm sure me too, right? The notes that we take that we leave on the desk. (laughs) Right. Interesting. Right. (laughs) But yeah, so it's great to be in the studio with you today. And I am Leah Wetzel. I'm a certified nutrition specialist, and I have a master's degree in human nutrition. And many of our longtime listeners have heard me on the show share about my story about how I had asthma and I put it into remission by changing my diet and how I was able to lose 15, oh, sorry, 50 pounds wow. 16 years ago through eating real food that we talk about every week on the show. You know, even through my two pregnancies, I still maintained my 50 pound weight loss. That's awesome. As nutritionists at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we say over and over that food matters. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. And because of our personal health issues, both Leah and I do not really indulge in Christmas cookies or those special holiday brownies or peppermint mocha lattes, just the boring coffee, right? (laughs) Uh, Because we understand that these foods are too stressful for our bodies. Right, yeah. So we, I drink a cup of coffee in the morning, and I don't know if you do, Leah? You know, I've switched over to black tea, but I used to drink, you know, a cup or two of black coffee 
every day. Yep. And yeah. I, I love my coffee, but I'll tell you what, I don't use any Zhuzhi creamers. I use um, full fat canned coconut milk yeah. and I'll, or I have my clients use heavy whipping cream. But absolutely none, none of those sugary flavored syrups. Right. Yes. And I think that's huge because those those sort of drinks really add up as they far as do. sugar intake. And we think it's just a beverage. Yes. And, and you know, I have clients where this, it's kind of an afterthought is, you know, they had a big stressful day and this is my reward or mm. they're out shopping and, you know, this is a quick stop on their, you know, holiday gatherings and errands. But yeah, it's it's amazing how much sugar, you know, equal parts to a lot of you know, like sugary sodas, those those Christmas beverages end up adding up to. They really do. Or that Coke in the morning. I have a lot of clients that will come in and they diet Coke or Coke in the morning. Yes, yes, definitely. So we know that too much coffee is stress producing. So we limit, you know, our daily intake of coffee consumption. Like we said, usually what I suggest. As a max ideal um, is one to two cups of coffee per day, and and hopefully too, like having that earlier in the day. Like I try to have people cut off the coffee by noon um, because that, you know, in general sense, extending out too long can be cortisol producing if you're yes. drinking too much too late in the day. Absolutely, right? and you've got that sleep connection with coffee too. Oh, for sure. You know, so and also with um. High fructose corn syrup sweeteners, you know, that are found in a lot of those mochas and cappuccinos are also stressful to our bodies. So we, you know, we really try to have clients avoid those foo-foo coffee drinks and we respect our bodies. And frankly, we don't want to add to the daily stress that we already have. We can't always avoid out of control traffic or, you know, picking your kids up from daycare on time, you know, trying to find that perfect gift for your special loved one. But we can avoid those high sugar, high caffeine coffee drinks. And let's talk about why that's important, Leah. Let's go through the cortisol connection to weight gain step by step. Great. Um, Are you aware that rushing around and feeling out of control may be slowing your metabolism and leading to weight gain. Wow. Have you ever wondered why people store fat on certain areas of their body? You know, our metabolism does not decide to burn or store body fat just based on calories alone. You know, the quality of those calories and your hormones are also determining factors. We have talked about the quality of food you eat on other shows. And today we're going to zero in on just one hormone, and that's cortisol. Yes, cortisol is a hormone that is produced in the adrenal glands. And too much cortisol can certainly lead to weight gain, right? Yeah, I, we can. And when when we're talking about this, sometimes I think... It sounds like a lot of science gobbledygook. So let's um, mm-hmm. let's break this down for people even more. Stress increases cortisol levels and yes. can lead to belly fat. Now, I right. think I have some people's attention here. Yes. Um, what this means is when we are stressed, the hormone cortisol is released from our adrenal glands, which can then cause our body to store fat around our stomach. I have clients that say, mm-hmm. I've always had a flat stomach, and now I'm starting to get... A pooch or I'm getting weight in my belly. So 
the adrenal glands are found on the top of the kidneys, and they produce both adrenaline and cortisol. The adrenal glands produce hormones that help regulate your metabolism and your blood pressure. Yes. And so a Yale researcher found women who had more belly fat also had experienced more stress and even more negative moods. And I'm sure many of you are thinking, why do we put on abdominal fat when we are stressed? Well, actually, this is really fascinating. Abdominal fat has four times more cortisol receptors than any other fat cells in our bodies. Isn't that amazing? Four yes. times more receptors. So our our belly uh, fat is just really more susceptible for storing body fat when we're stressed out. Um, and so that fat goes right onto our bellies. You may be thinking, I must be eating too much, and that is why I'm gaining weight. But maybe not. Maybe it's due to your stress because I could very much attest, you know, working with clients in the office where, um, you know, they their eating hasn't changed too much. Mm-hmm. You know, they've mm-hmm. been eating about the same for this extended period of time. But what has happened is during this period where they gained a lot of belly fat, they had a big stressful event. Maybe it was work-related, you know, maybe they they were uh, um, afraid of losing a job or there was, you know, downturns and they had more work to do. Or it could also be, uh, you know, our family ones. You know, a lot of times, I, you know, what I hear is um, a loved one is sick and they're doing a lot more caretaking and they, their self-care is not what I hear that a lot. The caretakers now and teachers. I have a lot of teachers and the stress is very high in their classrooms. Right. Um, And we really have to work on lowering their stress so that they can achieve their goals. If that's weight reduction or right. And we're going to, we'll talk a little bit more about that too throughout the show, but that it, 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 a lot of times people, you know, they don't really uh, take value in the fact of how much the stress in their lives have this sort of impact. And mm-hmm. I have seen people gain 10 pounds of belly fat based on stress. And that's stressful. Yes. I mean, gaining that weight yes. in itself is stressful. Mm-hmm. So if you think about this, stress equals cortisol. Right. Which equals belly fat. Right. Centuries ago, stress may have saved our lives um, when you ran for your life while you were being chased by back hungry wolves. However, today our stressors may be a high credit card balance or, you know, what you were saying, Leah, about maybe an upcoming divorce or caregiving for a parent or maybe you have a really um, stressful job. These are all emotional stressors, but there are also physical stressors, right? such as having a surgery, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that training for or running a marathon can be a form of stress. Yes. It sounds like it's a really healthy thing, but that's stress on the body, too. Eating too much sugar, drinking too much alcohol, or even eating gluten when you're gluten sensitive. A physical stressor might be a morning muffin or that entire bag of chips that you ate while you're watching TV. It doesn't count if you don't look at the bag, right? You're just watching TV. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And all of this, too, when you're stressed, these are things that you're more likely wanting to do. You're going to want that bag of chips when you're stressed out. So it's a vicious cycle. It really is. And we're going to get into more of this after our first break. You were listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. 
Research points out that if we lose just 10% of our body weight, many areas of our health will improve. 10% of your body weight may be as little as 10 pounds or maybe 30 pounds or more. Maybe 2019 is the year to start working on this 10%. We understand that 10% in of itself is not magical. It is the food you are eating to lose that 10% that makes the difference with your health. We have many ways to help you lose that 10%. Stay tuned because we are offering you real food solutions to taste that often tastes delicious. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Welcome back to Dishing Out Nutrition. I'm Melanie Beasley, registered dietitian, and I'm here with Leah Wetzel, certified nutrition specialist, and we are discussing the cortisol connection to weight gain. Starting in January, we are offering a number of solutions to help you with weight gain and your health. First, I have many clients who meet with me every other week to change their eating habits. They like that accountability. Um, they like to have a face that is going to help them walk this journey with them. Right. It's really helpful, you know, where if you do need that individual attention to come in regularly. Just I having do, a team. Yes. Yes. I to mean, keep that accountability going. It, it's true. You You want that. You want that person who's on your side. And Mm -hmm. as you know, at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we believe in eating real food several times a day. And when our clients actually follow the meal plan, um, they're magically losing weight. And they often say, I have more energy. I have fewer aches and pains. I sleep better and I feel so good. And, you know, a bonus is they say, I'm just not hungry all the time. Mm -hmm. And we have 11 dietitians or nutritionists to serve you. So call 651-699-3438 to set up an individual appointment. Find a location that works the best for you on our website at weightandwellness.com. Yeah. And, we, you know, we really help you map that out. We're, you know, sitting down with you and we are you know, writing out what that day of eating looks like and giving you lots of good tips and tools of what to do in the grocery store, you know, and and we're here to tweak it along the way as you get better. You know, we'll also adjust the plans based on your individual needs. So it's it's a really helpful tool that a lot of people have used to turn their lives around. If you think about it, Leah, we have so many foods that are coming out on the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it can be a really confusing maze for a lot of people who are already stressed, already busy. And to have someone that can sort of sort through the food aisles in the grocery store, um, help them understand labels, um, it's kind of critical if you want to really pursue this health journey. And there's a lot of fads out there, too, with dieting. And so we're here to kind of simplify things and, and help people, you know, really empower them to know what to do with their health. And their family's health. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of times the clients, all of a sudden I have a whole family of clients. <laughs> or coworkers. Yes, yes, right, right. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really great offering, I would say. Yeah. The word of mouth of um, when somebody says they feel great, um, people can see they're, they're losing weight or yeah. their health is improving. It, it is a powerful, you know, word of mouth is a powerful tool for people and people want to help other people. So yeah. we get a lot of referrals that way. I do. A lot of my clients are coming from referrals. Yep. So today we're talking about the cortisol connection to weight gain and belly fat. 
Um, and, you know, really, when we get back to it, it it's estimated that 75 to 90 percent of all visits to primary care doctors are stress-related problems. And we talked about cortisol equal is, is coming from stress, right? Mm-hmm. That hormone is secreted when we're all really stressed out. So how can you get your stress under control? This is something I talk about all the time as an important uh, goal factor for clients. How can you put your cortisol response in remission? Or how can you reduce your cortisol to lose weight? That's true. So uh, sometimes we can't control our environment. Right. Or our emotional stress. So, um, you know, I think of it as sort of dominoes. Um, We can control our food stressors. So we look at what are the stressors in your life and what do we have control over? And food is one of those stressors. Mm -hmm. Most people are not aware that every time they drink a soda or stop for a mocha latte or order a pizza, they're putting stress on their adrenal glands. And more cortisol is released into the body, and it's heading straight to the uh, the abdominal area, which results in more belly fat. And that that in, like we said, it, that's stressful when you're you're stressed, um, and and you're eating this way, and the stressors in your life you don't have control over, and now you're gaining weight in your belly. I yeah. mean, nobody needs that, right? Um, right. It's really important um, that we look at the total picture and total health with our clients. We don't just look at food. Exactly. Exactly. So. Are you still practicing bad food habits? This is number one focus of how to help reduce your cortisol. You know, you know, the soda, the candy, the wine, alcohol in general, the crackers, the pizza, the chips, the cookies, which are all food stressors. When you understand these foods actually are stress producing, it is easier to give them up, you know. When you know better, you can do better. You can. And I, I always ask my clients to sort of frame how they look at those, that list of foods that you just mentioned, <laughs> to frame it differently. Instead of framing it as, um, I really deserve because, you know, my boss is crabby with me or um, my children are snarky with me or I have to, you know, run to the hospital. I mean, these are stressors. And so people will say, I deserve, and then you fill in the blank. Could be cookies, could be the latte. Mm-hmm. But I always ask them, do you deserve inflammation, pain, and high cortisol levels? <laughs> are you, do you deserve someone to nurture you? And a lot of times that gets down to yourself. Yourself has to nourish and nurture. So right. here's something to think about. Eating a bag of chips may produce just as much cortisol as bolting to escape from you know, being eaten by a lion. Right. So that's that's a, a lot of load of cortisol right there being dumped into your system. So to get rid of your belly fat, would you be willing to give up stressful food habits? It really is chemistry. It is not people's character. It's just what they've always done exactly. and what they know to do. And it gives you that quick fix, right? All of these foods, you do feel good for a minute. You do. That 15 minutes it took you to eat. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. But all of what you just said, Melanie, is is exactly right of and the end result. What these foods do to us is they cause more stressor, right? More cortisol, more weight, gain, more inflammation. Um, and having that as a, as a focus, that's a really excellent tool to use with clients to uh, empower them in these moments of, of, you know, do I eat it? Do I not eat it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To make the right choice, right? And to say, I deserve 
something to bring my stress down, right. not something to eat that brings my stress up. So it's a, it's a matter of decreasing your stress with the one thing you have control over, which is your food and your beverages. Yep. That's exactly right. You know, and I am a good example of this, right? <laughs> you know, in the past, I would drink several juices, uh, glasses of juice in a day. It sounds like a healthy choice. Right. It does. Right. I thought so. Uh, and I, you know, I didn't realize though, I was increasing my cortisol levels all day long by just flooding myself with sugar. And which ultimately showed up as belly fat. I definitely had a lot of belly fat back in the day. Mm-hmm. And when I learned that juice has just as much sugar as soda, you know, I stopped drinking it. And, you know, when you know better, you can often do better. Right. When I realized that I wasn't doing something good for myself, it was harming, you know, my body. Which is what our clients are, you know, our clients and our listeners are doing is they're learning better. Exactly. listening to these podcasts. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I could t- attest that, you know, just after a short period of time, I was able to start to lose weight and my belly was starting to get smaller by even just giving up the juice. And I would also say to reflecting back at that time in my life that I was pretty stressed out. And uh, maybe, too, like thinking about it wasn't all, you know, as relative as maybe I needed to be so stressed out about. My cortisol, I know, was through the roof based on my sugar choices in the diet. And, you know, looking at you, this is radio, so people can't really see you, Leah. But... I have a great face for radio. <laughs> I was kidding. But looking at you, I mean, you look like the picture of health. Oh. And I know you have two children and I know you're raising a family and you have a career. So. <laughs> You are the picture of health. So obviously the the little stressors that come from parenting and yeah. having a career, oh, yeah. you're managing beautifully. Oh. And I know you eat spot on. I have to. Yes. I have to, to I manage all of that. It's a lot to manage. Everyone, you know, it's not just me, but yeah. In, in order to keep my stress managed, I have to eat well and keep my blood sugar stable. And I know how I feel when I'm not eating well and it's, I never want to go I don't want to go back to that place. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, it's break time again. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. As Melanie mentioned earlier, if you want to lose 10% of your body weight, we have numerous options for you, and one option is individual nutrition counseling. We find it works best when you meet once a week or once every other week until you are successful. No contracts, just a fee for each appointment. We also have a couple of series of nutrition classes that are, we offer, which start in January. So after break, Melanie will describe one of those series to you. So be sure to stay tuned. We'll be right back. Knowing how to eat the right food can change your health, change your body, and change your outlook. That's what they preach at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and Christy is one of their success stories who proves it. Yeah, I battled my weight all my life, tried many different diets, and then had gastric bypass surgery, but gained all the weight back. And that's when you heard about the 12-week Nutrition for Weight Loss class they have at Nutritional Weight and Wellness? I did. I heard about it on Dishing Up Nutrition, the radio show, and decided that it was a good thing for me to try. And how did it work? It worked great. I took the Nutrition for Weight Loss 12-week class. I lost 40 pounds. And more importantly, I feel good. I'm healthy, no aches and pains. I sleep better than I ever have. It's just perfect and personalized for me. 
Could Nutrition for Weight Loss help you like it helped Christy? You can take it in person like she did or take the class online. Find out more at weightandwellness.com or give them a call 651-699-3438. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition and our discussion about cortisol and weight gain. I want to talk to you about option number two, to lose weight. Starting January 14th, Our Nutrition for Weight Loss class series starts in all seven of our locations. The cost is $399 for 12 classes. And we've also included two individual appointments with a dietitian or a nutritionist to personalize your plan because we're all individuals and we're all different. So we have different needs. It's a steal. It's a steal. To help you be uh, successful, uh, you meet with a dietitian or nutritionist, and they they really listen to what you've got going on uh, personally, physically, emotionally, and in, and in your life, so that we can work with you. And if you sign up by January sixth, you can take advantage of our early bird special and save fifty dollars. So it's a really steal. It's a really big steal. You can call six five one six nine nine three four three eight today. Or you can sign up online at weightandwellness.com. So are you teaching any of the classes coming up? I am. I'm teaching in Lakeville. And um, I love teaching. It's one of my joys. So I'm teaching Nutrition for Weight Loss in our Lakeville location and also corporately. So we do corporate classes. We do. We do. That's really great. Yeah, I love teaching too. It's, It's fun to get out there and really connect with people in a big group. And it's, you know, in, the, in that class setting that that has to offer, you get to hear not only the, the teacher's experience, but also, you know, talking with the other classmates and what, you know, what's working for them. And so a lot of people walk away from that series with just a lot of knowledge and, you know, practical information they can use. It's a lot of support. And you, um, we encourage our clients um, in class to share as much as they're comfortable with or yep. not share at all. Depends yep. if you just want to sit and absorb or you want to have um, that conversation in class. Yep. It's really um, a great place for support. And that individual in the, in the appointments, especially for those people that don't really love to share in groups, but like more individually with, you know, a professional, they can get that support there too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We yeah. love it. I Me mean, too. I love, I love teaching these classes. It's, it's, one of the high points. For yeah, me. Mm-hmm. that's really great. All right. So back to our topic at hand, we're talking today about the cortisol connection to weight gain. On another physical stressor too, Leah is skipping meals. Yes. So you, when we meet with these um, clients, we find that they are skipping meals. Well, skipping meals equals stress, which equals cortisol, which equals belly fat. Yeah. So at nutrition, Nutritional weight and wellness, we recommend, we call it the magic three, which is eating protein, carbs, and fat every three hours to avoid the cortisol belly fat problem. So for our new listeners, when we say that protein, carb, and fat, mm. what what would be an example of uh, a dinner, per se, incorporating that? I always put in a little caveat of my own when we say carb, I really emphasize vegetables. Yeah. So um, for instance, for breakfast, I had two strips of nitrate-free bacon. I stir-fried two cups of ba- of uh, spinach, organic spinach, in my bacon fat, and then a couple eggs. So I had the fat in my bacon fat. I had the protein in my bacon and eggs, and then I had um, the nutritional boost of that organic spinach 
to yeah. that was my carb. So yeah. I'll eat again in three hours. Right. Love my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So that's what we mean. We will say or we'll say PFC, protein, fat, and carb. But our carbs are usually or we're ca- talking about the real carbs, yes. our fruits and vegetables, and healthy starches. Um, like root vegetables, sweet potatoes, anything you slash. find in a farmer's field, right? Yeah. You don't find it in the, you know, in the grocery store when you open a package, but definitely the farmer's field. Exactly. So when you skip meals, your blood sugar can drop, creating stress. And in response to the stress, your adrenal glands put out more cortisol. Then you put on more belly fat. In the past, we were taught to skip meals to save calories. That was such bad information. I feel like I just need to write all my clients from the <laughs> 80s and apologize. Right. But again, we didn't know better, right? Now we know better that, that that's really not the, the best way to, to eat throughout the day for your blood sugar. So here is another uh, um, situation when cortisol is produced. Lack of sleep wow. equals stress equals cortisol, which equals belly fat. You know, we know that 20% of people are sleep deprived. And are you sleeping, you know, less than seven and a half hours most nights? You know, to reduce your belly fat, try sleeping eight to nine hours most nights. I think I heard some of our listeners do an eye roll. So <laughs> talk more about that, Leah. Right, right. You actually lose weight while you sleep. This is such an important conversation. It is. Um, You know, nationwide right now, I think the average amount of sleep is, you know, almost close to under six hours a night. It is a tragedy. It is. It is. And the lack of sleep is a serious problem. You know, and it's a problem that I help many clients with nutritionally. And sometimes it's as simple as for some people adding a, a bedtime snack of apple and, you know, a couple tablespoons of peanut butter so people can sleep better through the night if they have a lot of blood sugar issues. And that is when you have been someone who um, has grown up doing that calorie in, calorie out. The idea of eating before bed is just seems shocking, but right. when they get sleep, they're a believer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yes. And I put a lot of people to the sleep test. Like if sleep is not your priority and you can't lose weight and you're not sleeping enough, if you're sleeping under seven hours a night, that this is part of the problem. And, you know, I'll have people, part of their to-do list is you need to prioritize your sleep so you are getting more sleep throughout the night you know i even have clients who and i'm sure you do too are those avid exercisers and they'll Mm. get up at four o'clock in the morning because they think that they need to get that exercise in and that's part of their struggling metabolism but they're only sleeping five hours a night and you have stressful stressful jobs and stressful this and stressful that and i'm like well we can control this piece of it by getting you more sleep and more times than that. I don't think it's ever failed, but putting people to the sleep test versus exercise, they will lose weight better if they get more sleep than if they prioritize exercising six, you know, seven days a week. It's the truth. I mean, we need that exercise, but I think more critically is we really need that sleep. Yes. Um, If we're stressed, um, and we're reaching for caffeine yes. because we're only getting that minimal amount of sleep. 
um, then we're adding stress upon stress. And so when you're sleep deprived, your cortisol is going to be higher. Your choices around foods are going to be poor, right? You're going to want more. You're going to have more sugar cravings. Yes. Um, when we're sleep deprived, we crave sweets. Yes. Yes. So, uh, and I could totally attest to this as going through those younger, and you know, I just kind of feel like I'm coming out of this phase of little babies and young kids who do not sleep well and not getting enough sleep and up throughout the night. I can tell you that my cortisol levels were definitely a lot higher when I was not getting enough sleep. I, you know, to get my adequate amount of sleep, I have to go to bed really early. My kids get up super early in the morning. So I'm getting ready for bed at eight o'clock at night, most nights to get myself to sleep at the right time. Absolutely. And it's worth it. It's, it's it so is worth, worth it. it. I feel and as so much I more. struggled with insomnia for mm-hmm. years and, um, uh, having that connection in my life where I, my quality of sleep, I, you know, I've, I've become a little sleep Nazi in my world because I understand the relationship. So biochemically, you know, what happens when you're under chronic stress of all those components you were talking about, um, well, when you're under stress, the cortisol releases glucose yep. into your bloodstream to handle that stressful event. And if you don't use up all that glucose, the extra glucose gets stored as, guess what? <laughs> Belly, fat. Belly fat. So, for example, you use up all the glucose when you frantically pick up the uh, the rear end of a car to save someone. You know, we all know the story. Someone's pinned under a car. Um, but when you're driving helter-skelter and you're not, um, so you're not late picking up the kids from daycare. I mean, that's stressful. You're in traffic. You don't use up that extra glucose that was poured into your system. And all of the unused glucose uh, from that stressful car ride gets stored as belly fat. Because remember, our belly fat has all those cortisol receptors, right? Four times. Four times. So it's just think of it. You're sh- shuffing all that sh- sugar into your blood, and then it's, it's sucking up right into your belly. Yes. Right? <laughs> Calm down, right? Yeah. So long ago... It was more frequent that people used up all the extra glucose that was released from excessive stress because the situations or events they encountered were often dangerous or life-threatening. However, it's we, we live in a different world. Our stress looks differently. The extra glucose doesn't get used up for the constant emotional stress um, many of us are under. It's just stored as fat. Right, 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 right. Well, it's a break time again. This time is just going so fast. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, we also have option number three for you to change your nutrition to change your life. We know, you know, it is easy to get off course during the holidays, right? There's so many ways to do that. So the weekend of January 25th through the 27th, we are offering our weekend weight and wellness seminar. Again, the early bird special to save $50 applies to this weekend seminar. We are offering continuing education credits for nurses and social workers. You know, those classes are already filling up, so please don't wait. Sign up today and save $50. Call 651-699-3438, or you can also sign up online at wait and wellness.com. We will be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. We have one more option for you to get nutritional information that will make a difference in your health and your life. Option number four, 
is Nutrition for Weight Loss is, uh, we offer Nutrition for Weight Loss online for you to take in the comfort of your home, office, or cabin up north. Um, our snowbirds in Florida can listen. <laughs> This is an amazing program that is presented in a way that will help you make the necessary changes to lose that extra 10% of weight or even more. If you live outside of the Minneapolis-St. Paul area or just don't want to fight the traffic, this is a great option to change your health. Call 651-699-3438 or sign up at weightandwellness.com. Yeah, and so for all our podcast listeners, this is a great way to connect with us um, that you will get those online classes, but then, too, you still have those appointment options. So we would meet with you um, over the phone or Skype, um, and or if you are in the Twin City area, you can always have some online uh, busy, busy, you know, online um, part- class participants that just, you know, are working too much to get here every week. But they really like the option that they could come in and do appointment in person. So that I see them in person for their appointments. So I think they really like the option of being able to go to class in their jammies. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But yeah, for the lot, you know, I've heard for years the, you know, the podcast listeners that feel like, well, I wish I could take classes you know, that you offer. We're starting to get in a lot more with the online classes and it's great information. It is great. It's a great way to, to participate and have that, that continued support to keep you on the right path. Exactly. Exactly. So before break, we were talking about the, uh, the cortisol connection to skipping meals. Uh, and so every time you skip a meal, your body is stressed and the extra glucose gets stored as belly fat. So skipping meals can put on, you can put on belly fat. So remember this, stress means a release of glucose and any unused excess glucose turns into belly fat. Uh, when I'm working with clients, I often find that many of them still believe if they skip a meal or a snack, they're going to lose weight faster. And a lot of times when they're skipping, they'll go ahead and have that Diet Coke or that the zhuzhi, uh coffee drink yep. because they need that energy boost. Well, they are still locked into that old wrong message of calories in, calories out. Right. Yep. Right. 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 And and a lot of times the, this this profile of clients too, um, it leads to these sugar cravings, right? Because their body is being deprived and it wants that quick fix. So often I find when my clients are skipping meals, their blood sugar level drops. And of course, you know, they automatically reach for the sugar. You know, they need that pickup uh, when, when their blood sugar is low. So that processed carb, you know, fits with the extra sugar plus the cortisol release doubles the trouble. And the resulting is f- even faster weight gain. Unfortunately, they just don't understand that it is a biochemical reason, not a simple calorie-in problem. Uh, it, it may be unusual, but for many clients, we have to teach them that the real food, eating real food several times a day to lose weight is the right way. And when I learned myself, when I learned to you know, put my body into fat burning mode that I you know I needed to eat real food several times a day. You know, initially I thought, wow, this is a lot of food. 
Yes. It's hard to clients that look at us with terror. Yeah. Am I going to lose weight eating all this food? Right. Right. And, you know, I I decided, though, you know, looking at it was coming out of taking that weight and wellness series. And um, I was like, well, I'm going to put this to the test. I'll try it for, you know, a few weeks at least to see how I feel. And it really helped. You know, I was able to at that time I had. Already, I had already lost the weight, but still struggling with certain types of inflammation. Uh, and I definitely felt that I had a lot of better blood sugar and I didn't gain weight doing so. Um, that's oftentimes the fear. Like, I'm, how am I not going to gain more weight by yeah, bonus. eating? All I get to foods? eat and be healthy and be slim. <laughs> but I've had a lot of clients too where they actually were able to lose weight doing, you know, eating more. Yes. Than they were before. Which is surprising, but it's like you mentioned, it's biochemical. Exactly. It is definitely something that happens on much further level than just calories in, calories out. Right. Exactly. Okay. Let's recap, Leah. Okay. Cortisol is produced in the adrenal glands when we are stressed. Yes. It can be any stress, right? Not sleeping, um, having a problem with skipping meals, going to court being late to a meeting, um, any kind of stress. Exactly. Excess cortisol is produced to handle the stress. Then extra glucose is released. And with simple everyday life stressors, that extra glucose is not used up. So it is then stored as the term of the day, belly Belly fat. fat. Yes, definitely. And so... What can you do to prevent this cortisol release? So we know that there's only so much that we have control over our life stressors. So the thing that we need to prioritize is our self-care, right? We do. And number one is what we preach, you know, every week on the show and, you know, in counseling and in our classes is that we need to eat in balance and we need to eat regularly, right? Depends on your day, but it could be five to six times a day, you know, eating every several hours to keep our blood sugar stable, um, so we aren't having, you know, these highs and lows with our blood sugar leading to high cortisol. You know, Leah, say that again. How many times a day? You know, five to six times a day, dependent on your day. For a lot of people, work really, really well to keep their blood sugar stable. You know, and some people, you know, that we work with, they're only eating maybe a couple times a day. Or the I save up and have a great big meal at yes. night. I don't understand I am overweight. Yes. Yes. They don't eat all day long and then they eat all their calories right before bed. And guess what? That's a cortisol producer. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, that is important, you know, and in general sense, Melanie, when we look at that eating and eating plan of eating five to six times a day, what would that look like? You know, starting from the morning and when, when are we starting breakfast? Yes. And when you, when you get up in the morning, usually within 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, get that breakfast on the plate. Yep. And I say plate. I don't say unwrap a bar. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, sometimes it might be you make an egg bake yep. and you reheat a square in the morning if you're super busy. Um, right. That's a delicious way to start the day. And yep. it's back to that self-nurturing. Yep. Uh, then about three, three, three and a half hours later, I definitely want to see my clients eating again. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they'll make a smoothie in the morning and put it in a coffee mug that looks like coffee, like everybody else. Yeah. But they might drink half of that smoothie that's got some vegetables in it. Yeah. For years, I would do, I'd make a meal smoothie for my snacks. 
and I drink half of it in the morning and then half of it in the afternoon. Yes, it's brilliant. Yes. Uh, it's helpful. And if you're busy, we can we can figure it out for you. Yep. We can help you problem solve that. Great. Um, and then, um, you know, lunch. having a lunch that you've packed, yep. having another snack. What would be, a, for example, for a lunch, like what are some common lunches that you... Uh, common lunches that I recommend. I, I want my clients to keep it simple so it's doable. Yes. So a common lunch might be something, uh, leftover protein that they made from dinner. Yeah. Leftovers are great. Leftovers are great. And it just feels so much better than the old sandwich. Right. <laughs> so um, I like leftovers a lot. Yep. Um, it might be another square of that egg bake if you were just too busy or you ran out of leftovers. Yeah. Um, and then I always encourage them, put everything on some field greens or some vegetables, a pan of roasted vegetables that you can just toss that protein on. Yeah, maybe you make those pan on the weekends. So, again, you're just having leftovers, you know, yes. throughout the week. Uh, you know, and if they're super stressed and they didn't get a time to food prep, maybe, you know, a roasted chicken and a box of organic field greens and a healthy salad dressing, um, you know, a little cuties. Yeah. Oranges, you've got it. And I also, too, this time of year, you know, being in, in the thick of the winter, I do a lot with frozen vegetables, too. Oh, I've, too. I, you know, I'll go to Costco and I like I'll buy a big bag of mixed organic vegetables or two. They have like cauliflower rice and I always stock that in my freezer. So, again, being busy or trying to fill in making sure you get more vegetables, I'll throw in those frozen vegetables, heat them up with some butter yes. with my leftover meat. Mm-hmm. A soup with the leftover meat and those organic veggies. Right. I love to make soup with um, bone broth. Yep. You know, we've got recipes on our website. Yep. Um, and I, that's just an added nutritional bonus. Yep. And boy, you can make a batch of soup in your crock pot and not even think about it while yep. you're busy going about your day. Yep. And so if you think about this, like all of the things that we're talking about, um, you know, Generally, you know, when I'm cooking for my my work week, you know, I'm making big batches, maybe a few times a week. I'm not having to do things every day all the time. And you know, Leah, I have people say, I don't want to eat the same thing every day. Yeah. So I'm like, squirrel away um, a portion, a lunch portion of those leftovers into the freezer in, um, you know, like four to six ounce. Yep. Portions, and then what you do is you look through your freezer. It gets full, and you've got to do something. You look through your freezer. What have I got? Oh yep. boy! Yep. I have clients say it just doesn't look good to me. Well, of course not. It's frozen. <laughs> I know. Everything looks the same. <laughs> Nothing in the looks good frozen. <laughs> so yes. I'm like, trust that it was as yummy as when you put it in yeah, there. Right. Trust the process, <laughs> and um, you know, pull out four or five of those leftovers, put them in on Sunday night, so you're ready to go for the week. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's great. You know, and two for me when I'm thinking about dinners. So you know, we have our maybe our snack commonly from afternoon snacks. I'll do a mirroring of what I did in the morning. You know, again, the half protein shake in the morning, half protein shake in the afternoon, not having to rethink another option. Um, But for dinners this time of year, like you were kind of alluding to soup. I had soup three times this week. Delicious (laughs) soup. And I've been doing a lot, too, with the Instant Pot. Those are really handy for when you don't have a lot of time. I've just really started digging into mine. I felt like I own it. I should should really figure it out. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, I'm loving it. Me too. Me but too. I use my crock pot during the night. I yep. set it up, I turn it on low, I go to bed. Yep. And in the morning, I take what's been um, cooked through the night, throw it in my refrigerator. Right. And when I get home, all I have to do is scoop and nuke. 
Yes. So <laughs> soups, you know, where you're getting all those veggies and you're getting that protein, healthy fats, you can build into that too. You're getting a well-nourishing, balanced meals. And those leftovers are delicious. They are. They are delicious. And, you know, I batch cook. If I'm going to cook, you know, I'm cooking for me. Yeah. So if I'm going to cook one chicken thigh, I'm going to, I'm going to cook 12. Yes. Because then I'm freezing. Exactly. I, I don't want to stand in my kitchen all day. Yeah. So... Um, that works really well for me, and I know that I'm nourishing my body. It's a way to self-care when you're stressed. Exactly. Um, knowing you have food prepared, that alone brings your cortisol level down because be prepared. You know, a lot of stress is the not knowing of what's coming, exactly. not having a plan. That is stressful, and this is something that we said in the beginning, it's doable, yes. and it's something you can control. Yes. Having a plan, nourishing and taking care of yourself, feeling like you're on top of it. Wow. That can be huge. It is. It's great. You know, and, and this is the place to focus. It is. So our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real food. It's a simple yet powerful message. Eating real food is life changing. Thanks for tuning in with Leah and I today. And together, let's make it a wonderful new year. Thank you. Listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.